it feels so inappropriate to acknowledge Memorial Day by saying happy Memorial Day because the whole purpose of the day is to honor people who have died. Mm-hmm. So you don't really say happy and then people who have died. Like the two don't fit together, but I want to acknowledge the importance of this day. So I don't know what to say. How about we are thinking of those who have lost their lives protecting us and serving our country and really, truly paying the ultimate sacrifice. And I think it's uh, it's worth bringing up every year on these two holidays because people always use or often use, some people often use Memorial Day and Veterans Day interchangeably, and they're different. Memorial Day honors those who have given their lives. Veterans Day honors all those who served. Yes. So, uh, so yes, honoring Memorial Day today with our here on The Upside. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that Callie's parents live so close by. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for long weekends with you. We have uh, a, you know, we do the show five days a week. Do we do a show on Christmas? I think we, no, we said we were going to do a show on Christmas and then we like, and we said that about Thanksgiving too. And then we just, on Thanksgiving, we got drunk and then we were like, we can't do a show now. <laughs> but I think we did five shows that week. It was just like off, like our timing was off. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what we like to do on it's a weird thing because my brain goes down the, the, the radio path, which is like, oh, nobody's going to be listening to this because it's a holiday. But in the world of podcasting, people like catch up. They listen a week later. They listen a month later. I know so many people are getting back into routines that they had pre-shutdown mm-hmm. and are trying to catch up on shows that we did back in March. So, uh, I always get kind of in my own head about what to do with, with these shows, these holiday shows. And I think our standard solution will be like a Q and a, we'll ask people on social media to submit questions, either about stuff that we've talked about on the show before, or things that we've never addressed that they're curious about. And I think they can submit questions and then we'll just, we'll answer, you know, them for 15 or 20 minutes on the show. And that could change because we're our own bosses and we do what we want. (laughs) Yes. All right. What else? So that being said, last night we asked y'all to submit some questions. We got a bunch of those before we get into that. uh, How are you feeling? Right now I'm really tired. You had a big day. I had a big day yesterday. What did I? No, I didn't. I did nothing. No, yesterday you see, this is the confusing time warp thing. We're recording this on Sunday night. So we're saying yesterday because you're probably listening to this on Monday, but we're talking about when we're recording it. I'm tired because all in the past 24 hours, I got up, 
I ate a blueberry bagel because yep. that's what I've been eating every morning. Yep. I took Sadie, our beagle, on a two-mile walk because um, I am supposed to be walking like 30 minutes a day, and Sadie needs to drop a couple LBs. So they they hiked uh, a mile and a half up the street and turned around and came back. So it was actually probably closer to three miles, the yeah, round trip. It was good, like two and a half miles. So that was pretty good. Sadie did not enjoy it as much as I did, but she'll get the hang of it. She's a little bit of a diva. She doesn't, she doesn't like things outside of her routine. So a little bit of a diva and she also hates Amazon trucks, which is a problem when everyone we know orders Amazon all the time. Is it the backing backing up, up. the backing up, the freaks are out. Um, and then your, your parents ordered barbecue for, uh, Memorial day for like a Memorial day, long weekend dinner. So you ate a big old heavy meal and I could see you. I could see the meal not settling properly while you were eating it. Well, I felt so bad for you. The quote unquote big heavy meal, how much did I really eat? Like nothing. Right. But whatever you did eat just was not, it was not falling into the right place. Yeah. It just, pregnancy is weird like that. I, um, like I will eat not a lot and then it'll like sit like right under my chest for hours. So it just is so uncomfortable digesting food, um, which is why we don't eat big dinners anymore. Cause when you're doing that and then you lay down, you feel awful. But like, you know, after the dinner, when everyone's like having polite conversation, I was like, can we go to the living room so I can sit on the couch? <laughs> we, um, I gotta move. have we talked about our new eating routine? I think we have yet on the show. We have because I work from home and because Callie's hours are so odd, she, she works essentially 4 a.m. till noon every day. So when she gets home, um, what she's been doing lately is she'll take a quick nap and then I'll make lunch, but I make lunch like it's a dinner. So yeah, we, we we'll have, have like a salad, have, a protein. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And so, but like, that's our dinner at like one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Then... For dinner, because Callie goes because of her weird hours, she goes to bed so early for what would normally be dinner time is like a sandwich, maybe maybe just like some like pretzels cheese. with hummus. I've been having like cheese, like apples and cheese and yeah, just like a little snack. And it's helped her sleep a million times better because there's nothing like super heavy inside that system. Now, so. do you binge after I go to bed? No, but I will usually have... Like the other night. Like, are you doing a snack for dinner too? And do you feel better? I usually don't eat when you eat, like your little snack thing. Mm-hmm. But after you go to bed, I'll have like, like the other night, um, I had a couple pieces of pizza. Um, like I grilled a burger, but I didn't really have it with anything. I just cooked the burger and just had but it. Don't with- you feel better when you're not eating late at night? Yeah, well, the the theory is, I mean, there's a zillion theories out there, but there's one theory that you eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a lord, and uh, uh, supper like a surf, if I'm using all those correctly. So, like, you eat your big decadent meal in the morning mm-hmm. because that's going to fuel you throughout your day, then your lunch meal is also supposed to be like super nutritious and big because that, that kick, you know, kicks you through the rest of the day. And then dinner is just supposed to be like a 
small thing. Yeah. Then there's another study that says don't eat breakfast at all. So who knows? Yeah, nobody M- knows. Maybe I feel great when I don't eat right before bed. That's what I know. Maybe the world should just eat when they're hungry. All right, let's answer um, some questions, and this will be the uh, the balance of the show. So if you don't care about us, then just carry on. Okay, bye. Scroll on. Uh, what's the one thing? And these are all from my Instagram. When we do this in the future, we'll both post it. Um, And the most common question is, what's the gender of the baby? (laughs) So that's on tomorrow's episode. I will say it's interesting that I put a poll up. And I put a post on Instagram. Everyone thinks it's a girl. Most people think it's a girl. Two there are two, like the, since I posted the poll, it's been 67% girl to 33% boy, like almost two to one the entire time. Uh, and, and if, if you haven't texted the word baby to 800-434-5454, you can vote that way and maybe win a hundred bucks. That poll, when I checked it on Friday or Saturday, was split the same exact proportion. It's funny. What's yours? Same? Similar? Yeah. It, well, no. Mine's more gr- people. I would say mine is 70 or 75% girl and the rest boy, um, which is so funny because before now, I had so many people in my DMs saying boy. So I don't know if those people just weren't commenting or a lot of people thought. I don't know. Something, I have no idea. Something cosmically shifted and now everybody thinks that we're girl parents. How um, are you feeling since we found out like the gender and that our baby was healthy? Like, how have you been feeling about everything? The, for me, I thought I would have been okay not finding out the gender, but finding out the gender made it very real for me. Mm-hmm. And so that was really cool because now we can assign, now we're not just talking about it. We're, right. we're talking about him or her. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And so, so that surprised me how much more connected I feel to it since finding out the Mm -hmm. gender that's number one. Um, but number two, I didn't have, um, a a hard feeling either way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I mentioned this before. I think I was leaning a little more toward boy, Cause that was my dad's guess. And mm-hmm. he was the first person whose guess I heard out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't leaning either way. So for me, it was actually the hearing low risk for all the genetic yeah. issues. Um, felt like a huge relief. Yeah. As much as I know it was stressing you out as, as, you always want to hear that about, you know, something you love, right? Mm -hmm. So a person that you love. So I'm glad that I get to hear that about the baby, but also I know it was causing you a lot of anxiety. Oh my gosh. I was so so stressed. I was almost like wrapping my, my brain around what if we're in a high risk situation? Like I, I, cause I do that. Like my brain in for everything, I always prepare myself for the worst. So if the worst happens, you know, right. I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, he, so, um, so that's the number one question that we got is what's the gender of the baby. You'll find out on tomorrow's episode. Here are some other questions. What's one thing you're most nervous about with becoming parents? 
I am. Do you have a quick answer? Do you know? I. I am most nervous about managing my own feelings because I tend to overthink everything. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I'm most nervous about is being able to just be in the moment and try not to overthink everything. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and it, I'm not saying that like I, I, I automatically go down a negative rabbit hole. I just overthink everything. Mm -hmm. So if I think if the baby's here and I think it's six weeks, it says the word cat, I'm going to be like, oh, it's a genius call Harvard. You know what I mean? Cause I just right. over, right. So I think I'm most scared of the things we can't control. Like what if the baby gets, you know, the alcoholism gene like that do you know what I mean like or the you know um like mental health issues that I also have in my family like what if you know what I mean and I guess we'll cross that road when we get there but I think what I'm most scared of is the things that maybe you and I don't struggle with because like I feel like you and I like mental health we talk about it all the time we're so pro mental health we talk about it all the time but before this generation meaning like my sister and myself um and my parents like people didn't take care of their mental illness. So we have some like crazy family stuff. And I hope that our kids don't, um, don't struggle with that. Don't struggle with that in the same way that, you know, like my aunt struggled with addiction really, really hard and, um, just some other mental health stuff stuff. Um, so hopefully that scares me quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, the opposite of that question is what is something you are excited about parenthood? No stereotypical answers allowed. Most excited about. Do you have an answer? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I got to think about it. These are more in-depth questions than we're used to answering. I think I'm most excited about seeing without it. I mean, cause the, I think by stereotypical answer, it's like, I just want to meet it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just excited to meet it. I think I'm most excited about experiencing another human realizing their potential right alongside with them. What do you mean? Like, when our kid, like, let's say in high school, gets the lead in a high school play, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's nobody that I'll ever be closer to that would, that's almost like the equivalent of like me doing it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, and it's just, I don't know. I just think getting to experience life again with an extension of myself seems really cool. Cool. Yeah. The good, the good and the bad. Right. Because if, if you believe in a life of gratitude, the bad stuff is a lesson leading you to good stuff. So right. it'll it's heartbreaking, but it gets you there. So I think that's I think that's mine. Um, that would probably be mine too, but also I'm not gonna lie, and this is gonna sound really shallow, but I 
I'm, I think they're, I'm very excited that there's a next generation of us. You know what I mean? That we would have done whether we adopted or whatever uh, we wanted to be parents. We knew we did. So for me, one of the things like I've seen everything that my mom has been through, you know, with her aging parents and just going through like the reverse life transition of, you know, like being the child and then parenting your parent. And I just feel grateful that hopefully this baby will treat us well, like when we're old and we'll get to watch their family grow, you know? Uh, how did you guys meet? We met on Twitter. We were both, um, active in the Atlanta music business community and Callie sent me I mean, probably three dozen DMs. Oh my gosh. And they were like, we should know each other. Please write me back. Whatever. No, I knew who he was from the birth show. And, um, we had a bunch of mutual friends in common because we were both, he was serving on a board where I was on a committee and I messaged him on Twitter one day randomly and just said, Hey, we have a lot of friends in common. We should know each other. And he's like, really, should we? And we literally went back and forth for like, two days at that point, just back and forth in DMS and talking. And then I asked him at one point, um, or he asked me one, I don't know if we were going to this music industry event, um, that our organization was putting on at the time. And I was like, yeah, are you going? And he's like, yeah, I'll see you there. And he says that he wasn't even going to go, but then he went cause I was going to be there. And now we're making babies. And now we're making babies. All right. Um, Let's say thank you to our ad partners for this week, and then we'll come back. And the question that we'll answer first, one thing that we're each really, really, really missing currently due to COVID. But first, thank you to our partners. Interest. If that word makes you cringe, If you know, you know, right? You might be paying more money in interest than you need to on your credit cards. Well, you can refinance your debt today with a credit card consolidation loan from our friends at Lightstream. You can quickly roll balances from multiple credit cards into one single monthly loan payment. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay, which is much lower than the national average credit card rate of over 19% APR. Plus, There are absolutely no fees. The application is quick. It's easy. It's 100% online. And you can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. And that's exactly what they're going to deliver. You can apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way that you're going to get this discount is go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-N com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Maybe it's just a guy thing because I never look at Callie and ask her this question, but sometimes she looks at me and says, does that hurt? Are you okay? And it's because she's looking at cracked and bleeding dry skin that sometimes happens on my hands. Well, it doesn't hurt. So I don't really notice it. And I don't think to put lotion on it because 
I mean, to be honest, the stuff that she has on her bathroom counter isn't going to help my hands out. How about this? Bloody Knuckles. It's by Duke Cannon. It's an American-made product that is going to repair the dry skin on your hands. If you've got a guy in your life who is suffering from embarrassingly dry skin, Bloody Knuckles from Duke Cannon is going to take care of the problem. And because you're an Upside listener, here's a great deal for you. Use the promo code UPSIDE when you check out at DukeCannon.com. You'll save 10% off your entire order, including Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Bomb. It also includes free shipping on orders over $20. Duke Cannon, D-U-K-E-C-A-N-N.com. The promo code is UPSIDE. Get your order today just in time for Father's Day. I haven't been wearing makeup really for a couple of weeks because I've just kind of been feeling lazy real life. But I did start wearing makeup again last week and your DMs were flooding into my Instagram account asking if I went out and got lash extensions. No, I did not but I was wearing the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara from Thrive Cosmetics. They sent me some to test out before we started working with them on the show, and I have not switched back to my old mascara in months. I absolutely love it. Here's other things you're going to love about this company. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They never test on animals, which I love. And for every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics helps women in need thrive by donating funds or products, and their causes include women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and women fighting cancer. So you can really feel good about the purchase you're making. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com upside and use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com upside, and then use the code upside for 15% off thrivecosmetics.com upside code upside. What's one thing each of you is really, really, really missing currently due to COVID? I miss two things. One is, um, casual shopping. Like just, like I just miss being able to casually shop, especially right now. Cause like my body is like, you know what I mean? Like, I just wish I could like walk into a store try stuff on and like, I just, just like go yeah. to a target for 45 minutes. Cause you have 45 minutes I to kill. I really do. I miss that. I also miss like tiny human interaction. Cause I really don't see people outside of you like ever. Oh, not tiny human interact, not like kid interaction, but no, like- but like just, I, I see three, maybe four people at work a day and I see Jeff and that's it. And I, don't pass people in passing because Jeff's getting my gas at this point. He's doing the grocery. I mean, I literally, my human contact is next to nothing and it's kind of lonely. Um, I have three answers. Uh, the super easy, superficial one is I just met like every now and again, I would take my laptop to a Starbucks and sit inside and mm -hmm. answer emails. Like I miss being able to do stuff like that. Just going to a, to a bar in the evening. Like there's a spot up the, up the road after Callie goes to bed. Some nights I would go there and get like a salad and sit at the bar and have a beer. And just like, I wouldn't go with anyone. Sometimes I would see our friend Paul would be there every now and again, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I miss that. Um, then the number two thing is, uh, Travel. Yeah, me too. 
Miss Travel. And then the, the this one, I hope, doesn't get too deep. But I feel like this virus has become so political and so polarizing that simple acts of kindness and empathy and courtesy have disappeared. And I miss that. I miss that too. I miss the who, you know what? Like if I'm not going to get into it, but I just feel like so many people are glaring at others with judgment or disdain because of their what they're doing or not doing their interpretation of the facts or the science and stuff and all. And it just, I just miss civility. Yeah. You know? And I think that was, I think there was a problem with that a little bit before the virus and then the virus happened. And I think it just got worse. I also miss hugging my parents. It is so weird. It's I just, I'm not a hugger. But it's just so weird to like have no to like wave at my parents from across yes. the room. Like, hey, how you doing? Strangers. I think we I think we mentioned this last week when we gave our friend we gave our friend a gift and it moved him so much he teared up and then we just stood on the other side of the room and we're like Glad you like it. Enjoy. Cool. You should hang it up in that hallway. It'll look good there. Uh do you listen to any podcasts? I listen to Crime Junkie like a total maniac. Um, and that's the only one I'm currently listening to. Jeff. I listen to Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I punch around and listen to different shows, but a lot of those are like for production value and style mm-hmm. um, to hear like how they're executing the show. Um but Armchair Expert is the only one that I think I have. And then Tim Ferriss has a pretty good one out, pretty good podcast. So I listen to those two. Those are the only two that like pop up on my phone and I listen to regularly. It'll be those two. Um, do you know about the Call Me Daddy podcast? Mm-mm. So these two girls, or call her daddy, these two girls were friends Uh one of them was unemployed and got approached by somebody who said, Hey, do you want to do a podcast? And she's like, what's a podcast? And he's like, here, this is how it works. Do this. So she brought her friend on board. They start doing this podcast called call me daddy, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's totally raunchy. They're two smoking hot women and they're like mid twenties. I think they live in New York city. They all, I mean, they talk about everything mm-hmm. Barstool Sports ended up bringing them into their fold and distributing it as a Barstool podcast. They were making more the first year with their bonuses than they would have even made with their, their, than they were supposed to make in their second year. So Mm -hmm. they were renegotiating their deal. And the second host, the friend who was brought in, her boyfriend said, you guys aren't getting paid enough. And they started fighting over the contract, they were both offered half a million dollars a year. This podcast is two years oh old. My God. They were each paid 75 grand a year for the first year. For the second year, they were offered half a million dollars each. And the one girl refused to sign on it and turned it down. So they're no longer friends. I think they were even roommates. They're Oof. no longer friends, no longer roommates. The girl who turned down the offer is not involved 
with with uh, Caller Daddy anymore. And the original girl is still doing it. I'm not sure what she's going to do about a co-host or anything. See, that's why I'm glad we're married because I feel like it's really hard to partner with somebody in something in business. But you'll have to divorce me to get out of doing this show with me. <laughs> right. And you'll have to fire me in order to get me off this. Literally, because Jeff's on my payroll. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, another question. Which one did I ask? Oh, do you uh, listen to any podcast? Will Callie take a break from the upside when the baby arrives? Uh, no. I well, will not. I think we talked about. We're, things will be a little bit different, but will I take a couple of weeks leave and not be on the show? No. Um, there might be a, like, it might be a situation where she's not on every day, especially for the first few weeks. Like we might have to, we'll navigate it when we come to it, but there will be an upside every single day. And the beauty is we recorded this in our house. So the worst case scenario is we'll do a show and Callie will just be able to pop in for, you know, five minutes of a 30 minute show, yeah. you know, if, if you're feeling super tired, but we are going to have five shows a week. Um, that will not change. And, um, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite watch? That's a random question. Well, no, cause we were just talking about the Brown and company giveaway not that long ago. And I said, you love watches. Oh yeah. Like you're super into watches. Um, I think I was into Nixon watches for a while. Mm-hmm. And now I think I'm into Shinola watches. That's a big upgrade, my friend. No, it's not. <laughs> Nixon, Nixon watches, the ones I bought, you were like 250 bucks and Shinolas are like $1,000. Um, you bought me low-end Nixons and high-end Shinolas. <laughs> oh, okay. There's Never a, mind. There's a meeting ground in the middle. I haven't gotten a new watch in a few years, though. I might be kind of over that. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I have... Half a dozen really nice watches that I like and that I rotate through. And I don't even know you anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's also, do. Also, when Jeff, when I first met Jeff, he had two walk in closets full of clothes, shoes, accessories, all of this stuff. And I kid you not, he cleaned out his closet last weekend, this weekend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, you probably have 20 t shirts. Yeah. And like, like Jeff, literally, when I met him, had two walk in closets full of clothes. Yep. Uh, what, who is the voice of your intro? Um, it's a woman named Alyssa and do you know her? I don't know her. Um, I don't know her personally. I know her cause I hired her to do the voice of the intro, Oh, but, uh, I think she's a friend of a friend who does voiceovers. Got it. And do you know why I ended up hiring her? Why? Because the, uh, when the show first started, we had another woman whose name I don't remember, but she was ridiculously expensive. Like in like to read one line was like a hundred dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to find somebody who was more versatile, like who could, Hey, if I need you to record something like, you know, do it quickly and would do it for, you know, a reasonable amount of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, Put, posted something online and I got a few people uh, send me their stuff. And the subject line of this girl's was, um, I sound like Kristen Bell. People tell me I sound like Kristen Bell um, narrating Gossip Girl. Love it. That's why uh, I listen to her stuff. So I don't know if that's not true or not. Okay, let's do two more questions and then we'll be done. 
do do. How do you personally handle friends or neighbors who aren't social distancing? I'm struggling big time with this. I feel like I'm being rude by avoiding. Um, it's not rude. <clears throat> yeah. And just I just say no, like, sorry. Um, I, you know, even, I even have people I love whose businesses I would normally love to support that. I just can't right now for various reasons. And I have just said, I'm so sorry, but I don't feel comfortable right now. And for the most part, everyone's been really understanding. I think if anyone's going to be mad at you right now over that, then they're probably not someone you want to be friends with anyways, not to be like that person, but I have zero problem saying no right now. Yeah. And I think, I think the the problem is nobody, you, you can't peer pressure anyone right now. So if somebody says no, you can't be like, oh, come on, suck it up. Bleh. And if somebody says yes, and they do agree to do something like, unless they live under your roof, you, you also can't chastise them for theirs. Right. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. let's all just treat each other like we would want to be treated. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. All right. And last question will be the biggest goal for parenthood. Wait, did I already ask that one? No. Uh, biggest goal for parenthood. Um, oh, no. I'm going to ask one more after this. Okay. Um, my biggest goal is to raise a productive human being. And I mean human like a compassionate um someone that cares about something more than themselves. Like I hope our child cares about others, like not to their own detriment cares about others. Cause I think when I say, Oh, I want a kind, you know, I want a kind person. Like I want them to be compassionate towards other, have compassion for other human beings because I think you'll do the kind thing when it's appropriate. But I also think that, you know, people that are a hundred percent kind all the time, you know, are the people that get kidnapped or, you know what I mean? So boundaries wow. there, but you wow, know, that escalated quickly. But you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want, you, you know, don't want our to be child w- to be a doormat. I want right. them to stand up for themselves and know their worth and know their value. And I think that's my, maybe that's my number one thing is I want them to know how worthy they are of how, and how much they deserve. Because I think I, for me, I spent a lot of time like to no detriment of anyone. Like I have amazing parents, but I think in my twenties in particular, like I didn't know my value and my self-worth at all. And some of that's trial and error, but, um, you know, I, I want our child to know that they're important. They're valuable. They have a voice and a brain. I want to raise a child who is wealthy enough at age 40 to put me in the greatest old folks home on the planet. (laughs) Like I would like an old folks home with an ocean view and like Butler service and three star, you know, like, um, three course, or three. I was going to say you won't be at, at, at assisted living age by the time our kid is 40, but yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. (laughs) <laughs> totally will bring it. All right. Now, no, la- seriously, no, you can't skirt around that question. You have to answer it seriously. That's seriously my question. My answer, your biggest goal for parenthood for your child. No, it's not. Yes. I would like to raise a person to make enough money to take care of me. What's number two. Mm, 
I would like to, well, I can't, I would, I would like to. What do you hope for this tiny human we're bringing into the world? It all sounds, it, unless I make a joke, it all sounds stereotypical. What do you feel? I just want to raise a good person and not kill it. <laughs> like that's my goal. Like everything else just sounds so stereotypical and cheesy. No offense to your answer, but like, who's not going to answer that? You know what I mean? Like, I just want to raise a good human. I just, I don't know how else to answer it. Like, what are my ch- options? Can I do multiple choice? Do you have any other options? <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I want it to be really good looking. <laughs> okay. We go. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Just that one threw me. All right. Last um, one. What would your death row meal consist of? Okay. So mine's going to be kind of weird. It would be a Papa John's. Medium cheese pizza, extra sauce, like extra pizza sauce, Mm -hmm. and a jar of Nutella. Mine would be Campbell's tomato soup, but not made with- Come uh, on, really? Yep, not with a full can of water, but only a half can of water, so it's a little bit thicker. A perfectly made grilled cheese sandwich with cheddar and Havarti. Okay. Um, and oyster crackers. That's your death row meal. Yeah. That's a perfect meal. Nothing bad about that meal. And here's the thing. You could go with like steak and baked potato, but they could overcook those. The steak could be well done. And then your last meal, like bleh. What if they burn your grilled cheese? It's still good. Mm. It's still good. That's the thing. It's still good. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. You do not need to overpay the big wireless providers this year. Have you really asked yourself what the difference is? I mean, sure, they've got expensive, fancy retail stores, but that means they've got rent and decor and employees and all of that inflates your price and buries you in hidden fees. Mint Mobile, they're not bothering with that. They've got the same premium network coverage that you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything happens online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then those savings get passed on to you. You can cut your wireless bill down to just $15 a month. It's common sense. With every plan, you get nationwide talk and text. You don't pay for unlimited data that you'll never use. You pick between plans that have three, eight, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. You can use your own phone. Get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash upside. That's mintmobile.com slash upside. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month. I'm not kidding. Callie and I did it. Mintmobile.com slash upside. Hey, Jeff and Callie, it's Liz and Marietta. I'm listening to Friday's show and excited to know the gender of the baby. But Callie just said something about the elephant in the room. And Jeff, you just said you're not that big yet. And it made me yell out loud at you. Rookie mistake, friend. Whew. Jeff Dollar. Um, But super excited for you guys and excited for Tuesday's show. Bye. 
Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Christina calling. I wanted to call to let you guys know that one of the really cool things that I've learned about when people have babies now is when you're purchasing car seats and you have two cars, you can buy two bases for the car seat. So that way you don't have to buy two car seats. You can have two bases, one in each car, and then you just slide it in and out of the base. Congratulations on baby dollar and can't wait to hear if it's a boy or girl. Okay, bye. From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.